What's up? It's Andy Grammer with Jag. Hi, this is Carly Rae Jepsen, and you're listening to Jag. Hey, everybody, it's Joe Jonas hanging with Jag. This is Heather Knox, Playboy's Miss January 2012. With the hottest Jag I've ever seen. It's B.O.B. Checking in with my homie Jag. So much swag with my homie Jag. It's the Jag Show Podcast. Welcome to Season 2, Episode 3 of the Jag Show Podcast. Today we're going to take a quick look at three of the big podcasting stories of this week. First, the podcast world was all at Twitter, pun intended, over Thursday's New York Times article by Jennifer Miller entitled, Have We Hit Peak Podcast? If you want to read it, you can visit the link below in my show notes. In the article, Miller profiles Morgan Mandriota and her advice podcast that she quit after recording six episodes in a noisy public library. The Times piece highlights, quite frankly, the Bush League side of podcasting. Many podcasters do shows as a vanity project or a poorly conceived get-rich scheme. Most of those folks fall victim then to pod fading, which is the industry term for flaming out after a few episodes. Either podcasters are surprised that sponsor dollars aren't falling from the sky, or they discover that producing a show is much harder and much more labor-intensive than they had first thought. The reaction in the podcast world to this Times piece was both swift and wicked. Medium writer Air Nandez said, quote, Those bandwagoner podcasts are just drops in the gigantic ocean of sounds. They're one-offs. You won't know about that bros brocast ever again. And Ed Ryan, editor-in-chief of Radio Inc. magazine and host of the show Podcasting for Radio Dummies, also had a great analogy. He said, Radio is 100 years old, and podcasting is just hitting puberty. Here's my issue with the Times piece. The New York Times is behind one of the most successful podcasts ever, The Daily, with, by some estimates, more listeners each weekday morning than The Times ever had paper subscribers. For this article to gloss over the well-researched, highly produced, successful shows like The Daily, to talk about people who never made it, it, to me it just doesn't make sense. As I've said before, my two biggest podcast tune-up factors are poor audio and pointless banter. Many podcasters fall victim to pod fading, as I mentioned earlier, and according to podcast host Blueberry, less than 20% of the 700,000 podcasts out there are still creating new episodes. And of them, many fall victim to poor audio and or pointless banter. The moral of the story, if you commit to a show, spend time prepping the audio and the content, and give the show value for your listeners, you're already light years ahead of the pack. All right, next up, Bloomberg reported this week that Apple has been reaching out to media companies about creating podcasts that are exclusive to Apple's platforms. Now, Apple has long been the dominant player in the podcast field, but their market share has dropped from over 70% to down around 60 now. Spotify has emerged as the clear number two in the space, investing hundreds of millions of dollars in companies involved in every step of the podcast creation process. They've also signed deals with some very big names like Jamel Hill, Amy Schumer, and a little family you may have heard of named the Obamas. Spotify is now up to 10% market share, and they have a long way to go, but they are now making enough noise for Apple to react. Some industry speculation is that Apple is looking to leverage content deals for its new Apple TV Plus platform, which you will no longer need a physical Apple TV box to access. But the real question in the emerging field of podcasting remains. Can you silo certain shows to only one podcast app? Also, does that lend itself to a subscription model? We all saw the backlash over Luminary's disastrous rollout. Traditionally, podcasts have been free to consume on multiple applications, and the field is just too new, again, puberty, to know how Apple's latest move is going to play out. Finally, a shout-out to my adopted home of Detroit, 
The podcast world came to the Motor City this week for Podfronts, the podcast industry's version of television upfronts. Representatives from Wondery, Cadence 13, iHeartRadio, NPR, ESPN, Stitcher, and more were all here to preview upcoming shows. Why Detroit? Because podcast listening in the car is still huge. And you better believe that GM, Ford, and Fiat Chrysler are all paying attention. Hope you enjoyed this episode of the Jag Show podcast. If you did, please share a link with a friend or on social media so we can grow our audience. You can also subscribe to the show in Apple, Spotify, Google, Stitcher, TuneIn, or iHeartRadio. Until next time, later. Later.